Apparently we're starting off hot. Well, one side of this trio's tag team is because that's um, that's the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. The other side is Dante Martin and the Seidel brothers. They've not been that hot, to be honest, but this does promise to be something a bit special. Earlier on we saw Wardrobe, sorry, Wardlow and MJF. I, can't, I now think when I see MJF, Please don't start the show with him. He hasn't got it going on anymore. We've passed him by. He's eating an apple, talking about the uh, the trials of Jericho. And uh, he's going to... And he then hands the apple to Wardlow, says, get it done, walks away. Wardlow is supposed to crush the apple. He can't. It just kind of slips out of his hand. Oh, that's not an ideal way to start. But this match might be. Nice Martin Highcross body, yes. That's one of the high spots so far of this move, this match. Starting out hot. Standing moonsault by Mike Seidel, very nice. And ja Matt Jackson, Mike Matt, Mikey Matt Jackson. Matt Jackson works so well with his new heel persona. I still think it's a long game, though I'm getting less sure about that. Anyway, Matt Seidel's doing very nicely in there when he's in, when he gets in. Nice fisherman buster, double rana. And then, uh, and then a clutch, whilst his brother bridges back, grapevines the legs, cinches on the neck, very nice. Dante Martin has a bit of a go as well, a driving run to the outside onto Omega, but then there's a huge um, Omega V-trigger to Martin, the one-winged angel, and the, uh, the pin, and it's actually a good match to start, which is nice to see from AEW, because they haven't been really... Starting out hot for some time. Ah, Christian's out getting the rub from uh, from the Jurassic Express because they were popular. Well, they are popular. So let's try and make Christian popular. They get a big cheer. He didn't get that much cheer when he came out. Yeah. Malachi Black. In a room, talking to us. That's very WWE. No, it's got to be better than that, hasn't it? So you know, it's Darby Allen versus Garcia. Garcia is a young, young gun, and the match is pretty standard. We've seen it before so many times with Darby Allen. He's got to do something else, otherwise, he's going to start getting boring very, very quickly. He gets beat up. It's actually a very nice Garcia hammerlock backdrop, and quite rightly so. JR talks about the Anderson family regarding that. Um, that's nice. Coffin drop for the pin, of course, and Darby Allen wins and gets beat up in the process, a la Cody Rhodes, and all of that fights back. But we've seen this happen so often with him, and his matches are such a template. He needs to do something else, and do it quickly. You know what? I love packs. Come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. Yes, that's very nice. I want to see more of you in the ring, to be honest. Here's high concept Orange Cassidy. We know he's over with uh, Chuck Taylor and uh, Wheeler Utah. I want to see Wheeler do a lot more. And um, Chris Statlander's there as well. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'd rather see a lot more Wheeler 
than orange, to be honest. But there is a little kid dressed up as orange in the crowd, so that's quite nice. Ah, it's the terribly named Hardy family offence that he's fighting. So we've got Matt Hardy in there with orange. Puts Matt Hardy in. Puts Matt Hardy's hand in his pocket. All the same, so it'll be a Hardy and private party, won't it? Yeah. Ah, faction fighting. Apparently, um, Wheelie Uter is the protege of uh, of Chuck and Orange. I see a lot in him. Well, a lot of us have already seen a lot in him because a lot of us have already seen him working at ROH on the indie scene and with NJPW. You see, other federations do exist. Wheeler looks good, gets good hang time, can do quite a lot of stuff. He's he's he's. He, he delivers moves well and he's got fast, accurate and excellent offence. Want to see him do more here? They are giving him some time on Dynamite. This is good. You to certainly home with Private Party here. That was the most important thing for me in this match. You to took the gin and juice very well, looked very good. And then Hardy just throws one of Private Party, didn't see who it was, into... Orange Cassie looked terrible, and then gets the tw gets the uh, what's his move called? I can't remember. Does it matter? He wins. He's delighted afterwards. But really, this is I wanted to see Wheelie Utah, not Matt Hardy, because he's already done what he's supposed to have done. And Private Party were okay, but now they've been denuded by being with the Hardy family offense, and um, only. Wheelie Uta really wins this match. Orange did the same thing as usual. Wheelie Uta comes out rather well. Excellent. I like Nyla Rose. She's not just one dimensional. I won't have you saying that. No, she's actually more than that. I know that sounded like I thought she was, but I don't actually think she is. Chris Statlander, I'm not sure about. She's doing that alien thing with the with the boop on the nose. I'm not convinced. But uh, in the ring, she's not so bad at all, really. That was kind of like damning her with faint praise. She's better than that. These two are better than that. <laughs> and, um, well, we'll see, won't we? Who isn't going to like a spear from Nyla Rose as Chris Statlander... Um, stands on our hands. Yes, it's marvellous. Well, that was a good match and Statlander wins, which I'm pleased about. They could both do with a win, but it was, it's a good piece of work. Nice match and nice to see them showcased. Good. Well done, AEW. Well done. I quite like, quite like the, uh, the young bucks doing their basketball. This would be as easy as a layup. And then uh, Luchasaurus and, uh, and Jungle Boy coming in and just destroying them a little. I quite like that. I think that works quite nicely for me. And uh, the Young Bucks are very good in this kind of... Um, in this kind of heel persona. As I've said, particularly Matt, who was given most of the stuff to do there. And rightly so. Oh, you know what? That Britt Baker's over, isn't she? It's quite right. She's she's really um, coming to her own since being turned heel. 
and she's kind of a tweener, I suppose, isn't she? Because she is popular here. She's really so popular. Her mum and dad are there. Is this her hometown? It's, uh, she'll be fighting uh, Red Velvet, of course. And, um, the Red Velvet? Yeah, anyway. They're, they're chanting DMD. I don't think they expected this when they turned her heel. Well done, AW. Again. Looking better this week. Ah, it's a home return. Pittsburgh. She is wearing uh, black and gold. And uh, her belt is black and gold. So that's really nicely done. Yes. It's a nice segment, this. It's interesting, isn't it? You've got Rampage on Friday night. Um, is it in Pittsburgh? She said, not in this town, so I presume it is. So when Velvet's coming in attacking her, because she's too excited, um, clearly she's now the bad guy. N- not Razor Ramon, not, uh, you know, but the, uh, but the heel. It's interesting the way it's done. And uh, I like it. What? The Impact World Tag Team titles? Scott Demore on commentary? The Good Brothers? The show just took a real, real dip. Of course, it's nice that um, they're fighting the Dark Order. And it's good that Colt Cabana is taking care of uh, Brandon Cutler on the outside. Gives him a punch and smacks his hand and really, and sells the, um, the mask. And then we've got Frankie Kazarian, who's uh, lost, really. Yeah, the hunter who's taking Cutler away. So we'll have some shenanigans with that, won't we? I'm not... So he's a great wrestler, Frankie, and he doesn't work well with this kind of gimmick. And AW should, AW should realise that, you know? Shivani and uh, Skiavone and JR talk about uh, Brian Hebner, you know, son of uh, Earl Hebner, great referee. Not evil Earl Hebner, who managed to lose the title for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that Hebner. Brother with Dave. <laughs> well, the good of the... Uh, the Dark Order are good in this. Stu Grayson and Evil Uno, they're very nice in this. Lovely. And there was a uh, there was a push, a feet push, by Evil Uno to Stu Grayson while he was holding Carl Anderson and he suplexed him into Doc Gallows in the corner. And then there was a beautiful 450 from Grayson off the top onto Anderson. Sadly, he kicked out. Of course the Good Brothers win with the Magic Killer because of course they do. You're not going to have uh, the Dark Order on Impact Wrestling, are you? So their boring title reign remains. That girl has trouble lifting up the title there. It's not that heavy, mate. Yeah, Camille versus uh, legit Layla Hurst might be interesting because as Camille says, you get people off your feet, you're a shooter. You're not going to be able to get me off my feet. And that's going to be interesting it, it, you know you can say it's a, a basic little versus large but more than that oh no here's QT Marshall oh Tony Schiavone's son's in the rig now he's got a, he's got a, um, a, a backwards baseball cap and a beard um, and they're beating him up is he a wrestler oh dear I really hope not I hope this is a one-shot deal 
because it's all about family, you see. Oh, Shivani's apologising and all of that. They're still going to beat him up, aren't they? Because they're really nasty. And because QT Marshall doesn't actually have the ability and the, the ability behind the mic, they have to make him look nefarious and really bad. So he stunners Skiavone's son, Chris. Took it well, actually. Who comes out to protect him? The giant... Sorry, Paul White. You know what he needs to do now? Get a truck on the top of the building. Oh, that's been done. Oh, well, let's see what happens. Paul White delivers a uh, chokeslam because that's what big men do. Since 911 in ECW, remember? But he's uh, staring at QT and actually it's all right. He does it quite well. QT isn't very good, so you're not working with very much. He's not got the charisma for this. Sorry, QT. Fourth Labour of Jericho, apparently last week's, according to uh, Jim Ross, was both great and got great ratings. He has to tell us that, so I can only presume, being jaded as I am, that it didn't. But uh, here he is fighting Wardlow, and uh, is MJF supposed to be there as well? Oh. I'm enjoying people watching people sing the, the, uh, the, uh, the Judas, um, you know, the, the song. That's great, but, um, well, the rest, I'm not looking forward to that at all. Of course Jericho's getting beaten up. You have to make wardrobe look good, don't you? Power bomb with his little man bun at the back all bobbing about. I never thought Wardlow was anything particularly great. He's a big man and there's loads of him in wrestling. Oh, and there's MJF. Oh, I'm so over MJF. Oh, it's another power bomb! Oh, it's another power bomb! Oh dear! And another power. Oh, goodness sake! Well, we knew that Jericho would turn the go to sleep off the top into the um, the lion tamer. Where's the walls of Jericho? Which one is it? Oh, you know the Boston crab thing. Yeah. And um. Oh, but he he manoeuvres towards the ropes just so MJF can tweak his nose. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh dear. Jericho wins with a Judas effect. There's a surprise. No, you were expecting that, weren't you? Of course you were. He hit him with the bat first, of course, with Floyd. And uh, MJF, who's been carted away, is uh, looking very upset. I'm really upset. I got my hand on my forehead to show you how upset I am. Yeah, and that's where we are, Woodlow. Oh, Sean Spears comes in. Oh dear. Oh dear, Spear. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's what we've seen before. One thing they have done though, which is good, is that to answer Spears, you get Guevara in. And I like Guevara. And we should see more of him. He's not been around for the last couple of weeks, I think. So it's nice to see him, even though he's getting beaten up by wardrobe. The wardrobe fell on him. Well... I've forgotten all about the stipulation for next week because he's got made it through to oh, fighting MJF and it's going to be um, it's it's going to be the, uh, the, the no Judas effect next week. Well, why didn't you just do that at the beginning? Or why didn't you do that halfway through? As he said, 
You've won every every one of these matches with it, with it. But why don't you just ban it from the beginning then, or something? Why don't you scout a bit better? Oh, am I going to get Nick Gage in and getting wardrobe to fall on him? Like just banning the Judas effect. Ah oh, well, that was AEW, and apart from the main event, and I'm really I'm really bored with the Jericho labors of labors of love, whatever they are. Um, I don't like MJF anymore. I think the pinnacle has really um, has really denuded him because I don't think he's I don't think he's the heel we thought he was. He's not a big enough heel to lead a faction, particularly when the faction don't have that much to say and that much charisma. And let's face it, wardrobe um, and uh, FTR, and you know they they don't have that much um, that much charisma. He can't really lead them in that way. It's um, it's a bit difficult for him. It's a it's a it's a, a pity about him, really. Um, so yeah, bit strange, really. Jericho can be fantastic when he's really hyped up, and he just doesn't seem to have been on his A game for this angle, and uh, that really affects what's going on, to be honest. But Dynamite tonight, Dynamite tonight really rather good you know you still got the faction problems you still got people like QT Marshall who who doesn't really isn't able to lead a faction either but Britt Baker's really over you've got some good matches here you start you start hot for a change and actually this is a good episode glad because the last two haven't been that fantastic but this one really delighted to see it and uh, looking forward to Rampage and all of that yeah. Blimey, you know what? That big show stare. That was almost worth watching on its own. Ta-ta.